Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Gypsy Jazz Hangouts podcast. My name is Cornelius. And on this episode, episode 14, special guest was Toby Medlin. So Toby Medlin, he's been on a few episodes before. We actually filmed this and recorded this in his home studio, which is going to be the HQ of his new record label, Future Fables. Definitely something to check out. Uh, I actually recorded um, my album, which is going to be released very soon, in Toby's studio. Um, and I can certainly recommend. It's uh, very, very good. Uh, joining us was Julia Romano on guitar, and Marcus Penrose on the bass, and uh, yeah, we talk about loads of stuff, talk about Toby's label, talk about improvising and different ways to practice, Toby weirdly doesn't practice licks and he explains why, it's kind of weird, but seems to work for him, he sounds pretty good. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, uh, please consider sharing it with your pals, letting your friends know, we've got a Facebook page, we've got all of these recorded on YouTube as well, so you can watch them, so go to the YouTube channel, give it a subscribe. Um, yeah, tell all your friends and uh, enjoy the episode. Cheers.
we don't think of it as over. In fact, he was actually supposed to come back and do a few gigs, um, you know, in the in the world of July. And yeah. obviously, this won't be happening because we still have restrictions and course, things. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. This wouldn't have been possible anyway. So, yeah, I mean, what I'm trying to say is that we try and keep it on. We did a recording September last year, a new one, actually, the our second album that yeah, yeah, features yeah. only original tunes, which we've, Brilliant. you know, we worked on for four or five years, something like that. Right. We're proud of it. So the whole point of that was to tour and obviously COVID yeah, yeah. happened. And so it's all postponed, but it's still there and it's still well alive. And yeah, you still, after. so you still, the tour's going to happen, but you still want to do that at some point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, we, we both do want to do that. We're trying to keep it alive and, you know, obviously... If me and Philippe were not around and it's a gypsy dynamite thing, people would step in and like, yeah, okay, and, yeah. you know, but it's is, still there. Is, so he, because when he was on the podcast, which was a while ago now, he was very much between here and Berlin. Yes. Now he's just in Berlin, pretty much. He, he did relocate there, yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay, yeah. So, Next time you chat to him, tell him, tell him we miss him. I will, absolutely. Actually, I'll, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm supposed to talk to him. Very soon this yeah, week, anyway. Say hi, I will, I will, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, no, I mean, he's, um, you know, he's doing well. He's doing well. This is good. This is good. This is healthy. Or you could just watch the podcast and then he'd hear you yeah. saying that. Hey, yeah. buddy. <laughs> I might just message him right now, being, hi, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Ciao, caro. Yeah, yeah, this. yeah. Well, he was probably watching the football last night, anyway. Oh, well, I don't know if he was, to be honest. Yeah. He probably, yeah. Even, even Andrea Bigani was watching the football last night. And he's always talking about how little he likes football. Mm-hmm. But he's literally sending us messages on WhatsApp being like, Italia! Going <laughs> 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 berserk over the football. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. I was, that, that was supposed to be the first match of the Euros I was going to watch. And then, you know, I had to play and I was like, okay, probably I'm not supposed to watch any match this mm-hmm. year. And, you know. Probably be Do you know what though? That's one of the, my least favorite things about being a musician. Like I'm quite into sport and football, and I just miss so much of it because I'm gigging. Okay, Mate, it's great. The amount of times we've been at a gig together, and you've had your like, your, like phone on the floor, uh-huh. watching, yeah, watching yeah. the cricket. Or something. Yeah, yeah. One time, <laughs> I remember one time at Signature Brew, like yeah. it was a test match in the cricket, so they last quite long, and there was like an hour and a half left, and it was really a, a good day. Like anything could happen. So the game. We're still going on and we set up, but I just had one headphone in my uh, ear yeah. and I just had Test Match Special, just listen to the conversation. Hey, you did the right multitasking. So, you know, we'd be doing this and I'd be like, oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> 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 you know, whatever, like, another wicket. We never are, we never are. I'll back for another gig after yeah. that. <laughs> you know, apart from that, apart from that and being poor, being a musician's all right, isn't it? It's all right. It's yeah, all right. absolutely. It's a lifestyle choice. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Not got much money, but got loads of exposure. Yeah. Oh boy! Oh yeah. Gonna take that to the bank one day. <laughs> Get a mortgage. Exposure to famine and disease. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think if you're a musician, that word kind of scares you. Actually, when you hear exposure, you're like, okay, that's like hearing COVID nineteen, mm. basically. Yeah. <laughs> like the same kind of vibe. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's still important though. I mean, it's not it's not a replacement for money, but you know, you're, you're doing, yeah. if you're trying to build a career, Some, yeah. sometimes you need someone to. Yeah, give me that. All right. If you know, we were talking about Paul McCartney earlier on. If he wanted me to play on his album, I'd do it for the exposure. That gig. You know what I mean? I'd if I'm playing at the, the the Swan and Duck down the road, like mm. at least I'll have a little bit of money made. Do you know? uh, yeah. I just always think like. If it's a gig where if you're offered if you're finally I've always wanted the dodgy rhythm player brilliant if we're offered exposure but there is someone involved in the thing who is making, making a lot of money then that's yeah. that's the only time it annoys me really yeah yeah like, yeah yeah um, I don't mind doing but uh, there was a guy I was talking to and he did some session work in like the seventies and eighties and stuff and he was saying it was really grand back then but nowadays. The market's a lot more flooded. There are lots more players all coming out of the universities, really high-level players. And the, the touring Popeyes, they know that they can just ask, oh, we'll only give exposure, and somebody will take that gig. Mm. And, like, I can't remember who he was talking about, like, his, I don't know, friend's daughter or something. It's a bass player who was playing for Jesse J. at the university. He's, like, a pop singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really yeah. successful. Yeah, did, like, a whole, like, European tour, like, no money. Like, they obviously she got expenses for like hotel and she was fed but, but a, a European tour no money at all 
when like the, the management and Jesse James yeah they were, they were making a fortune yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well that's pretty sad to yeah. hear yeah totally um, yeah yeah I mean I was really wanting to play in her band but I wasn't <laughs> <laughs> she was a favourite I think if McCartney did ask you he'd eat off you if you could I'd hope so yeah he's you know, got a few hasn't he something. he's got a few balls lying about the place hasn't he I'd like to think he would anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to think he would. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Alright, lads, let's play a tune. Mm. Let's do that. Um, yeah. Bye bye, Birdland. Yeah? Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. Just came to mind. <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to check it's still recording. Just yeah, yeah. Click save. Good, good idea, yeah. I won't do this throughout this way. <laughs> that camera next year is still. Still ticking away, Toby, is it? That camera. Ticking AF. Yeah. 3 hours 40, 40 minutes. 40, 40. Yes, it is. Apple ID foundation. Okay, I think everything's fine. Okay. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Splendido? Splendido. Yeah. Splendido. Is that Italian? Did I just speak it? Is. It, it is. is. It is. It is. No way. I was like. Is he taking the piss or is <laughs> that, does he actually know what he's saying? I say it all the time just because it's a funny way of saying it. splendido. 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 Bravo. Well done. Well done. Yeah. All right. Wicked. <laughs> Got the gig. Got the
Cole, Freddie Cole. <laughs> Where's the marimba solo? Oh, uh, no. That's not marimba, that's a. Uh, I don't know what that is. That's something. Right? That's something. A marimba's one of those hitty mallet things. That's right? not one of those, you idiot. That's a. <laughs> With all due respect for Moringa players, of course. Yeah. What I was thinking, Jenna, I, I was loving your like kind of bouncy confidence. I was really cool. Ah, thank you. Yeah, it, was really, so, it kind of crossed my mind that I don't want to sound too much like oh, jazz is amazing, blah blah. blah but it, it's kind of interesting how like obviously we don't know, know each other socially that well, but like I kind of got a bit of your. Well, we recorded together once, I think, remotely doing COVID. Oh yeah, 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 we did. Best <laughs> mates. Best mates. I, for, I remember that. Was that for that? No, that was a different thing. That was ah. for. Um, I was just thinking that it's really cool how like obviously people improvise and it kind of represents their personality and mm. like people improvise how their personality is so like mm. I'm, I'm a bit like dopey and I prob- I'm a bit weird so I kind of improvise <laughs> a bit dopey weird I don't know I'm guessing we're quite like <laughs> kind of like that I don't know it's just, yeah it's, it is a yeah, I, I, I find. Yeah, no, after you, after you, after no, you. No, I was just going to say something stupid about. Well, go on then. Well, well that's why say, I was going to say. I was going to say I was, I was going to ask for what your assessment of Julio's personality would be based on. Oh, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, <laughs> very good way to hear that. Careful yeah, now, yeah. careful. Um, like. Don't say drug addict or anything. I feel like I feel like you wouldn't want people to if someone says something. You wouldn't want there to be no response, so they felt awkward. You know, kind of got that sense. Is that true? If someone said something, so if someone you... said something a bit awkward, like if I said, I don't know, if I said something awkward and everyone was a bit quiet, I feel like you'd be you'd be one uh, of the people. Okay, who'd be like, stepping into the stepping silence. Stepping in to help yeah. out. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, or not? Yeah, that's, that's good. <laughs> I, mean, I, I never thought of me like that, but actually thinking about it, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let silence. By yeah, yeah, yeah. From that solo though, I very much got, you know, he likes long walks on the beach. We likes that into with the guys, His middle know, name is Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know, it's just wow. it just it just crossed my mind anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess I mean probably I'm gonna sound like it I'll say something that sounds deep but actually yeah, it's not. That's like, what we're here for. I guess you cannot really explain music. In words, so it's like oh, it's, it's like an aspect of the personality which isn't isn't like it, yeah yeah yeah. I mean, I, because what I guess what I'm trying to say is that you're right in saying what you just said. Also, there are some things that are undefinable, mm. that are mysterious about musicians and the way they play, and it's just uh, the musical personality, which isn't necessarily the same as the, yeah the, yeah mm. yeah yeah. There is a mysterious hidden side mm. of us when we mm. play. I find that yeah yeah. No I guess there's some people that play no. kind of the opposite if you'd imagine them to. Like, mm. can't think of an example. Well, there's you know, Yeah, you get like really quiet, introverted guys or gals that play very bombastic, loud, <laughs> yes. out there kind of music. Uh, Expressing that side of themselves that well, is usually maybe, hidden away. Yes, indeed. Maybe. Yin and yang. Yes. Yeah, ego and the other one. It? No, super ego. It's like ego? sexual. Maybe it's it. I don't know. I don't know. Ask us about that. Ask someone. Ask someone. Ask for another right podcast. Um, so tell me this. Comment because below. The other day, um, you told me, told me that you don't learn um, licks. Yeah. So I don't think I've ever met um, uh, an improvising jazz musician that doesn't have like a bank of licks that is almost the bulk of their improvising. And you're like, I've never learned any licks. What, what are you learning when you practice what you know what i mean like what no I, I, yeah I, I get what you mean. um well this isn't to say that i don't play licks and don't play the same thing over and over again and you know like obviously we have a you've got your favorite things but yeah I've, I've never sat down and learned either someone else's lick or worked out a lick and kind of gone over it um i don't even transcribe actually to be honest right um i've always kind of focused on trying to develop my own kind of my own improvisation yeah and i know it sounds a bit vain and i'm not saying i don't want to sound like I think that what I play is the be all and end all, but I mean in terms of what I'm interested in, I'm not really interested in playing the vocab or playing kind of traditional bebop or traditional kind of right. gypsy dance style. I just want to improv and try and say my own kind of thing, I guess. Mm. So I guess it wasn't like, because a lot of people, when you hear a record, it's often like, I'll hear just a bit in the song, I think that sounds mint, and I'll just try and steal it, basically. I'll try and learn it and then maybe twist it to your own thing, but you maybe never had that when you listen to... No, no, never. Um, I, I do have to say, so when I say I don't transcribe, I never do what 
traditional, you know, transcribing, either writing it down or copying it. Oh, got yeah, it. Yeah, learning. I do, I do often like to play along to records. So if I whack on, if I whack on the kind of old jazz album, if I whack on some Sunny State or whatever, I often kind of play along. So if it's, if it, especially if it's a standard. To the, to the solo. To the, to the solo. So yeah. the solo is playing on and I'm kind of actively playing along and kind of listening and sometimes when they play something, I'll go play something kind of similar and try and yeah. do sort of mm. call and response to what they play. But yeah. mm. I find that a really good way because it, it keeps you kind of flowing, keeps your flow flowing. Um, also, you're kind of picking up the language and the style. I was going to say, is you'll be, if you're trying to mimic it, like almost by definition, you're going to have to play it in the style. 100%, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that really, that, that's like actively... It's quite interesting. Yeah. But, I mean, the thing about leaks is that we all do play them whether we like them or not because like you, we basically make a translation of what you know, the, the big guys yeah, are yeah, playing, yeah, yeah. you know, and really that doesn't really matter whether you write it as in like you transcribe it on a piece of, because I, I cannot do that myself. So I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I have a decent ear when I, when I listen, I try to sort of like, sometimes if I like something, I will, I wouldn't say I would copy it, but what I want to, what I want to try and do is to understand okay. why does yeah, that thing yeah, sound yeah. like that and how mm. to apply that in my own way and to apply that in different keys and knowing why and where. Yeah. Because it's really Makes like, sense. how do you achieve that flavour or whatever? Mm. And and uh, one lick might unlock it, but it it's like you, you take the lick and then you work out, well, this is the bit that gave it that flavour, so I can take that and do something else with it, yeah, approach exactly. it in a different way or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah because I, I find that sometimes like you, you can tell when there are people who literally learn licks by heart and then they can't replicate them because... Mm. Obviously, as soon as you change the key or the tune, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. And, and and they don't as a result. It's because they don't fully understand what is making that lick sound what it is. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's the thing as well. Like, I don't know. I'm not like a huge theory head, but I know just enough to be able to unlock licks. So like, there'll be a lick, and I'm like, well, I can see how it fits onto a chord. Now I can copy and paste that on the neck because we're guitar players and we can be visual and stuff. Just enough to kind of work out why it sounds as it does. Yeah. I mean, see, I. I like to try and do that, but I don't really... See, I'm quite... I'm really into theory and stuff, but there might be an element of it, because I started when I was a kid, and so I can't really help it. I kind of internalise some of the stuff, but, like, fundamentally, if I hear something in a kind of vibe or a style, mm. I can try and mimic that style, but I don't really pay attention to the actual notes of the theory behind it. I just kind of play in a similar style. Mm -hmm. mm. And I usually just make something up, but... I don't know if that makes any sense, but... I don't yeah, rationalise... No, there's I... no rationality behind it. I'm just like... Try and play it like that, and try and play it like yeah, that. Yeah, but I mean, there's, there's, the brain is acknowledging something there. So, it, yeah, yeah. Because it's yeah, like yeah. I, I did a workshop with Moses Rosenberg. You know Moses Rosenberg, yeah, yeah. like mm -hmm. ludicrously good player, like one of the best. And he, he doesn't know any of like the notes on the neck, and he doesn't really know what each shape is. He just kind of remembers their old tunes and stuff, and he doesn't know any theory at all. But he knows that his brain knows the sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, mm -hmm. so a little bit. Like, it's a little bit like if you, if you, if you knew a path from here to, you know, the house on the hill or something, but you didn't know how to say left or right. But mm. I know, I, I, can, I know where it is, I recognise the road and I know where to I won't get lost. Mm. Mm. Yeah, exactly. You couldn't can, can describe it. Couldn't describe it in, in, in terms of... Yeah, it's a nice analogy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, it is, actually. Very nice. I've always thought theory, it's just a road map. And you learn the theory, but once you know it well enough, you don't need to keep looking at the map. Well, it's like looking up a nice walk on the ordnance survey map yeah, when yeah. you're planning out. Like, how um, do I get that lovely walk? How do I get that sound? Uh, yeah. Read it in a book. Oh, you this over that. Do you still use ordnance mm. surveys? <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, Google. <laughs> I mean, if you do, if you do, I've think, got the app. Yeah, ordnance survey. Ordnance survey. If you actually do think that even guys like Irelli. I, yep. I, I, hear, I heard somebody saying to me, like, you know, that he actually doesn't know so most of the time totally, what, what yeah. he's doing harmonically and theoretically. Totally. Apparently, Joe Pass wasn't so good at that. Yeah, he, he, well, that, that, but, so, but you would struggle to believe that it's true because sometimes they come up with things that not only are amazing, but you never heard before. Yeah, exactly. Like some, some new, yeah. incredible forms of expression. You're like, okay, either you are, you know. You come from another planet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, but really, yeah, it's not beyond the realm well, of possibilities. Um, it is possible he the, comes from another planet. There's, yeah. um, there's um, you know Dennis Chang? Yeah. Yeah. So he did a, one of those Dennis Chang learning the style of videos. And there's like a sort of a blooper reel, essentially. Hmm. And um, 
they're speaking in French with the subtitles, and he's like, so play this lick. And they're like, okay. And he says, and now say, this is a 251, and he goes, okay. And he says, well, according to Dennis Chang, <laughs> this is a 251 in the thing, but I don't, I don't know this stuff. Like, he doesn't even know that. And I was, I was looking, I was like, yes, yeah, so, even I can see what that is. Like, he yeah. doesn't know, he never learned it that way, you know? It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, I remember watching this video of, um, of a masterclass of Pirelli, and at some point it's like the, the guy behind the camera is like, oh, you know, uh, you play that, that skill. I think he says like F minor pentatonic or something. He's like, what? Which one? Like, yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. And it's right. like, oh, this one. Ah, I think okay. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> and like, right. And it's like, and you're like, nah, man, this can't be true. You know? <laughs> like, it's crazy. I've got to say, going back a little bit, my approach cannot be compared to people like Birelli or Joe Vasquez. Oh. <laughs> um, I, I think just, that's understood, yeah. I think you spend time in prison, don't you? To, to <laughs> I guess so, I guess so. What I, what I kind of mean is, like, those guys don't know it, they're just instinctively incredibly good musicians you know that they can do that i kind of was trained or sort of know the sort of stuff but kind of mm. don't bother thinking about it yeah. which is the kind of difference their you, genius is i like mean just, you, just you learn like some <laughs> classical stuff yeah well, exactly, exactly. you yeah, do yeah. that bit, i guess before you into jazz right yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. there's yeah. a little bit know-how from that as well like oh well, yeah exactly I, I did composition yeah 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 places I, I guess they also had to sort of like really be on it due to the fact that they had less tools than us to learn. I mean, like, we mm. we, we can learn whatever we want, whenever we yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, whatever, yeah. But what I'm saying is that they had to probably use a vinyl if they had yeah. a vinyl yeah, player yeah, and yeah. just, you know, get it back to the point yeah, and listen to yeah. the same thing and, you know, yeah. must have been tough, even mm. tougher for them. Actually, yeah, you, you just have to innovate. That's why that's why they were so innovative because they didn't really have a choice but to kind of come up with stuff like. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. All right, guys. Another tune. Yeah. What do we fancy? Green Dolphin Street. Perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. QC. Beautiful QC. Not in the key. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, not yeah. flat. Do, do you want to do that little? Uh, Sort of bossa swing, bossa swing, or just swing it all the way through. Uh, bossa swing for a change would be nice. So yeah. boss on the A's and swing on the on the B side. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll do that little C thing as an intro. Right? Okay.
Benson ish because it's not like the oh, sort of I like. I thought you were going to say Phil Collins or something. No, no, no. That's no, what I thought you meant. No, 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 no <laughs> quite. I would call it Fusion Jazz and Latin. Nice. Like cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it took a while and it was recorded during the. Um, I believe it was the second lockdown. Okay. So it was a bit of a gamble because we didn't really know whether. I mean, I didn't really know whether this could have been done. So yeah, until yeah. the last minute, yeah. I had musicians on hold, studio on hold. <laughs> yeah. It was a nightmare. Um, but it's we done now. You got it's it. done <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. And Good so that's going to release in September? It's going to be released in September. Um, quite looking forward to it. There's going to be an album launch as well, which um, will happen not that far from the actually to lose our track. Have you heard oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Nolan, tell me about it. Yeah, it's uh, done. Uh, One of my favorite venues in town. So. Did some sessions there. Shout out to the cameras, the mics. Mm -hmm. Check out gjfl.com. I think that's what it is. Below. Link in yeah. the description below. There's <laughs> loads of sessions recorded at this lovely, really, really nice venue run by this awesome guy mm -hmm. of some gypsy jazz. Uh, yeah, I got shy. Has he got a <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do that YouTube thing. Of, hey, hey, like and subscribe. It's not easy. It's not easy. It's so weird just being on your own in a room with a camera and just trying to speak like a normal human being. It's bloody impossible, actually. Like you have to do a thousand takes. Like, yeah. Um, Swinging to the track, I saw Remy Harris there. Nice. What a player. Really yeah. good. Incredible. It was just him and a bass player. It's like a duo. It's really good. Really, really good. He um. Did his usual thing where he brings down like seven or eight guitars, which I would guess is about 12, 15% of his collection. You know, he's, got, yeah. he's got a lot of them. And yeah. then, so he played a little bit on you know, one of these, and then he did like Nature Boy on a 12 string, which yeah. is really nice, really good. And then he'd bring out you know, a Strat and play some Hendrix. 12 string? Yeah. What's a 12 string? Each string doubled? Everything doubled an octave. Or, in octaves. Apart from these two are the same, I think, right? I don't mm -hmm. think they do. I don't think you can really get an octave of that up. Yeah, I don't. Uh, Is that right? Uh, I don't know. Do you know what? I think 12 string guitar, I might have played it once in my life. Yeah, After yeah. 19 years of playing guitar, I think I've only played it once. Yeah, yeah. And that one time I did, I broke a string. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so that's why my memory is a bit confused about it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But the thing is, you've got, you play it, it's a bit like a mandolin in the sense that you play it just like this. So if I want to hit that, you've always got to strike the other string as well. Yeah, you always you're always hitting strike to double yeah. at the yeah. same time, yeah. Um, um, Led Zeppelin, Stairway to Heaven, that, you know. That bit is on 12 strings. He, he gets the, the twin neck SG, is alive. Yeah. It's one six string or one 12 string. So what's that? 18 strings. That's each. about 18 <laughs> strings. That's a very expensive instrument to keep, mm. basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I must admit that it's a very fascinating sound to a string guitar. I mean, it's, it's just, really cool. Yeah. I guess, I guess, if you play every tune with it, it might become a bit too much. Of well, but the thing of it is, I've only but, heard a twelve string for kind of folky, strummy, re dummery. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, technical term. Yeah, 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 yeah strummy, dummery. Um, but he was playing uh, Nature Boy on it and doing little solos and this really nice kind of. There's this one version, I think, if I remember well, um, it's done on 12 strings and I love it. It's a good pipe, pop pie head by, oh, nice. obviously by Mingus, um, but recorded by uh, John McLaughlin on 12 strings. Oh, nice. yeah, which yeah. I really recommend listening to because it's, when I heard it, I was like, oh God, I didn't know that 12 string guitar could sound so well, you yeah, know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, wow. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, there can only be a handful of jazz recordings with a 12 string. So yeah. It's hardly anything at all. There's some stuff with A string guitar. I don't know if you guys know Alberto Gismonti, Brazilian composer. Like this, like some of these Brazilian guys have this like eight or ten string guitars, and like they've got this very like not maybe not ten, I guess eight, and they've got this like low. Oh, yeah, so like, oh, yeah, George George Van Epps made a seven string guitar with a low B, I guess, and. Um, John Pizzarelli, John Pizzarelli one of those, yeah. Those, yeah, and it's kind of funny because he's doing Does he octaves. Have one, no, John Pizzarelli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like when you do octave, it's like, and then yeah, at the bottom, it's pretty cool. Yeah, the geography of your instrument changes completely. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. know where to start. Um, and then there was Lenny Bro. Do you know Lenny Bro? He was a really good fingerstyle player. 
Okay. Um, he was. He was. Oh, oh hang on. I've, yeah. He was famous. Yeah. The guy that. Oh, um, that he kind of really pioneered that in a jazzy way. Gotcha. Like, um, gotcha. And like, anyway. I think I know. I think I know the guy. He yeah. had a high like A string on his. So he had a seven string classical guitar with a high A string. Ah. Okay. No, I don't know the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, he was amazing. Definitely, definitely check him out. It's unbelievable. He got murdered. Mm. Uh, in like the 80s and it was a poor chap it's a frightful thing to happen Um, yeah he was murdered and it was unsolved but everybody thinks it's his wife that drowned him in a pool there's a really good documentary probably probably deserved uh, it never took the bins out on there (laughs) well if that's the case I'm in in trouble (laughs) edit that out (laughs) Um, there's a really good documentary about Lenny Bro made by his daughter I can't remember the name of the daughter but it's got people like Chet Atkins, because this guy, Lenny Bro, started as a country player. It's got Chet Atkins, George Benson does a bit on it. Like, loads of really famous jazz guitar players all praising, like, how... Featured on it. Insanely yeah. good, good he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, they used to... I mean, I still do love finger style a lot. And well, I noticed like, you've got some claws going on there. I do, actually. Yeah, yeah. S- some of them are very useful, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> No, no, I do. I always loved it. Always loved it. I still do it. Sometimes I do, very rarely, I do solo shows and yeah. like when, when they call me for it. And I, yeah. On I like just, a classical guitar doing. Yeah, either classical or acoustic, just like arranging all this, like. Uh... Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, man. That's and, yeah. And that comes from that. Particular inspiration, anyway. Like, mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Respect yeah. for Gronin, because I years ago when I was quite into sort of acoustic, fingery, pickery, dickery kind of thing. <laughs> pickery, um, dickery, pickery. I just, I'm like Oscar Wilde, mate. Um, no, I, I tried Gronin <laughs> then, but um, I couldn't Wilde. be bothered. I mean, one, I couldn't be bothered because I wanted to pick him, but then I did manage to grow him a bit, but it was too problematic, especially with. I I know I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I couldn't ask everyone. I guess I'm just getting used to it after a long time of having them, but they can be a problem. They really can be a problem at times. I'd be too scared that like if I they get ripped off somehow. But like, I guess they get tough after a while, eh? Well, yeah, they they do get tougher. But the problem is that, like, for example, because I play both genres, when I do like. Yeah, I do this stuff, it's overhanging a bit. Obviously, oh. your nails are gonna hit the strings. Yeah, yeah. Not much you can do about it. So that's why my ones are. Can I say fucked up? Fucked um, up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fucked that's up. Fucking yeah. That's why they're all like, you know, this part is actually bigger than this one, and, and so on. <laughs> this one actually stays quite stable, but you know, I gotta do something about this one anyway because it's way too much. There's no need for it. I was gonna say. I mean, that's super yeah. long. You're doing more than playing guitar with that. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, not really. I've, there's <laughs> no good use to this. Yeah, no, no. It's about time to do something about it. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. the opposite. I have to keep my nails super. I even went up just before we started. And yeah, you did. Yeah, same. But like, yes. I'm sure I've seen a, a fretboard of uh, maybe it was my uncle Mick actually. I'm sure his guitar, like where C and G is. There's like a little crescent where his nails are just digging away the fretboard because he's got massive big nails. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So you kind of got to keep them. Yeah. Keep them in place. Yeah, I, I'm. I have to get rid of them. If there's anything showing, tear off. Yeah, nails can be. Yeah. My my tailor goes to like a nail specialist every month, so I keep his good <laughs> manicure. I suppose some so. people use fake ones for the right end anyway. As far as I know, like. Or they use this, like, I wouldn't call it gel, like, but this, this product to tuck them up mm-hmm. a bit, you know, like this. I, I considered getting yeah. <laughs> I considered like, getting the fake nails because I just wanted something that I could put on at a gig and take them off afterwards. Because I tried some of those, like, bluegrassy fingertips. Yeah, things, they... God, they're hard work. Yeah. You either play that all the time, like... I don't think, like... I can't remember. I don't think Chet Atkins was even using that. It was more like yeah, the blue... Yeah, you get a thumb green. pick and... He had the thumb big, yeah, yeah, but he was using nails. And you yeah. can tell the difference. I mean, like, yeah. well, A, I think you really want to use those with, like, acoustic, big acoustic guitars, like 12, like, yeah, those are yeah, very, yeah. very, how, sh- how shall we say, very powerful. Like, but, but also, often they're made of metal. 
Yeah. And that has a bit of an odd sound, to be honest. So I think it actually works well on a banjo, which I think is what they were really designed for in the they first are, place. They are, actually. You're and right. that metallic sound actually kind of complements the twanginess of a banjo. But, yeah, because um, yeah, yeah, right. there's like... Joe Pass was saying this thing about how... Obviously, he did lots of fingerstyle, but he used the plection too. But he was saying that part of the reason he likes playing with his fingers and his nails is because you feel the instrument better. And he's like a saxophone player has a reed in his mm. mouth and... Mm. and and with the plection, there's like a degree of separation between you and the instrument, you know what I mean? He just felt he had better control of it. I, I, I see what he means. I think it's quite a good point. It doesn't mean you sound bad with the plection, but... No, no, he definitely has a point. Yeah. It's, uh, it's almost like... I don't know, I compare it to playing a piano sometimes when you do like finger style, mm. because it's like you need to take care of every single thing that is happening mm. in the instrument, which isn't just like, you know, Obviously, strumming and take, obviously there are techniques you study for that. So I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying that if I'm doing, uh, yeah, you need to think about the bass. You need to think about the dynamic of each note. You need to think about there's there's, there's a million things you yeah. you have to bear in mind, and at the same time playing the right strings with the right with the right hand, you know? yeah. so it's, I guess that's probably what he means by that. Right? Mm, I think so, yeah. You gotta be on it, like, completely, like, yeah. sometimes with the plection, we, we sort of, like, I guess... Um, Cheating. You know? Yeah, no, <laughs> but, like, I guess like a, a bit, you know, like... Yeah, yeah. yeah well, you've got I mean, that with the bass, you've got, you, you've got that kind of double, double hand, kind of focusy, focusy thing. Yes. Focusy, focusy. Focusy, focusy. Focusy, focusy, yeah. yeah. It's like jazz language, this. Yeah. Improvising it. <laughs> Violin's got to be one of the most, like, difficult to master techniques. Yeah, it's tricky. Because like, it's, like, it's, 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 everything's on a micro scale kind of, yeah. kind of deal. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously, as the opposite to the bass, which is on a macro scale, I'm that's all, what it's difficult. I'm always astonished when I tried to play a bit of violin. All right, well, <laughs> what I was going to say about yeah. the bass is they, there's obviously no, similar right. kind of mechanism, but everything's so yes. big, so that's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. hard on that, that end of the spectrum. Yeah. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it is difficult. It's renowned for being difficult. Like, but it's just the learning curve. Like, I mean, okay, guitar, you've got to try and get a bit of that going. A piano is just like, donk, I can That's play right, it out. It's music happening. <laughs> but that, like, it takes ages just to get it sound remotely pleasant. I yeah. guess mm. similar with like horns and like especially brass instruments yeah, so yeah, it's quite yeah. hard to just mm. pick one up and play um, mm. but yeah I mean it is tricky like a lot of you have to play your scales and stuff you can't with some instruments you can kind of get away with just yeah. jamming out and practicing mm. and that kind yeah. of practice but with this like if you don't practice your scales and your basic kind of war do your warm ups before every practice session and stuff you just you know just can't really play it in tune or yeah. it sounds all scratchy and yeah. kind of important to do all that sort of stuff yeah yeah, it's it's just yeah, you're right. It's an instrument you can't really get away with. You got yeah, yeah. There's nothing to hide behind. Jamming it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, people do, and they do it very successfully. But well, you can. No, okay. Well, not I mean, to you, not to your ear. You, you well, no, that's what I mean. Like, like you know, people do that, but if people don't do the basic kind of technical stuff, it does usually sound. You know, you can really usually pick mm. up on that kind of. Mm. Or slightly out of tune. It's true, it's true. But you know what's funny though, like... Because on guitar, you don't... I mean, I'm, don't worry, I know you have to do your certain types of practice, but... Oh, you can, do yeah, I mean, you can this, get away with This not. is a lot of practice right here. Well, so, yeah, that's right. You don't have to kind of have the same... Turn the tuner on. Yeah. And I think really playing with the bow as well so it exposes so much, isn't it? Because you've got a sustained note. Yeah, yeah. And at the same time as trying to maintain a very... And you've got to be able to control the bow, too. Exactly. That's, yeah, Which, I mean, I mean, it's similar, it's similar, similar, to, to, similar to a pick. Plectrum in that in that it's mm. a you know thing he used to play it. Um, but yeah, you're right. You've got you to be fluid. constantly breathing life into that note. Whereas this, once you say it off, it yeah. Away. Yeah, yeah, and you can't if you you have to concentrate it. So if you, yeah. if you stop, if you get to here and you stop concentrating, <laughs> yeah, that was obviously an exaggeration. But like, yeah. it just loses. It. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty heavy. Yeah, it's a silly instrument. Yeah, plus, plus you don't have frets either, so it's like. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why that's why scales are so important. What kind of they, an instrument they, is this? They teach you when they remind you. I mean, like, like a guitar player, even if he's drunk and he can actually see the fret, he'll probably sort of like. You've got to play one of them at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not 
I'm not saying because I normally play drunk, obviously. I've never seen you drink on a gig, Julian. No, I know. <laughs> Same here. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've seen you drink, but you said there's two of you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you both drink. Um, cool, guys. Well, look, we're getting about there. So, I'm going to um, save my thing. Save the thing, even. Sorry. Oh, yeah, just, well, my Um... Any anything anybody wants to get out there? Anything they want to plug? A gig they're doing? An album they're releasing before we wrap it up? Not this um, We plug my album. Plug yeah. his album. Yeah. We, did we plug yours yet? Oh, I'll tell you what. Yeah, we might as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, I did a little album. I was sat there. Sat there. With uh, was I? Yeah. Oh yeah, I was just yeah, there. Yeah. With Andrea Bagani on the guitar and uh, Joe Downard on the bass, and it'll be released soon, hopefully. Few originals, nice. few Django tunes, whatever. On this really hip new label that's coming out. On this very hip new label. You might have heard of Pavement Jazz. Yeah, look it up. Nice. Don't look it up yet because the website's not launched. Look, look it up in a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's really cool. That's all original tunes. Yes. Yeah, what, like, what interested me was all like original kind of gypsy jazz tunes, but no, sorry, original compositions and really interesting, quite like, you know, quirky or imaginative ones, but still within a kind of traditional kind of. Kind yeah, of, I just, I, I wanted it to be a gypsy jazz yeah. album. Yeah. Like it's definitely so, gypsy jazz. You don't hear it and think, oh, those those compositions are cool. I wonder what it is. Like they're yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's but it's, it's definitely fairly gypsy. heavily yeah. rooted, but just compositionally a few, I don't know, a few things. So it's not all just like head solos, head like a few more rangy things. Not too wild, but just something that like I love gypsy jazz when the track just has a little something different, just a little extra bit of flavour. And that'll do. Cause I, I love gypsy really... jazz when it's not even gypsy jazz anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Just so that's, my, that's my favourite. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, that'll be coming out soon. You'll hear about it somewhere. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Amazing. Well done. All right. Thanks for coming along, chaps. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we'll have a bite to eat after this. Let's play a tune. What, what do we fancy? Last one. Um. You can do so, a... No, no, no. No, 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 no. You go, you go. You go. You go. You go. You go. Oh yeah. Yeah. Who? How high the moon? How high the moon? Yeah. Which we can't see out because it's too early anyway. But and we're inside. <laughs> and we're inside. <laughs> and the curtains are closed. <laughs> and the curtains are closed. The blue lights are on and the moon's blue, so. Yeah. Canon, subscribe you know what to do check out all these guys social medias links in the description blah 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 here we go
Thank you.